Uh, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah, one day. One day, baby. Maybe if you should stop buying appliances for your new bathroom, you'd be fine. Appliances hey, for a bathroom? You cook in there? You gotta do what you gotta do. I put a microwave in the shower. <laughs> you should put a toaster in the bathtub while you fill it up. Yeah. Wow, Ray's coming. Ray's coming in with violence today. Sorry. Guy, guy misses one cordy cord and he's all fucking frazzled and pissed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. It's okay. Why don't we start the show? Uh, we can get our anger out that way. We'll do some opening takes on the Simple Mind Sports Show, latest and greatest on the uh, New England sports scene. Uh, Bobby, let's start with you. Um, we'll start with on a, I, I'm assuming, a positive note with the Celtics uh, after their latest victory against the Heat. But, you know, who knows? Maybe you can go take a different direction. It would be difficult to find something negative to say about the Celtics right now. Ooh, it, can it, I go? Maybe a, a month ago or two. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the Celtics uh, right now is probably the best thing going for New England sports as aggravating and annoying as it is to watch a Patriots game. Watching a Celtics game is is that good. They're they're athletic. They play a fun brand of basketball. They kind of they're really checking all the boxes that you're watching to look for and just flat out entertaining right now. Jason Tatum, he's the best player on the best team, which essentially means he's the best player in the NBA. So you, you have that going for you, too. And probably we have another player coming back and Robert Williams who will add the physical defensive element that probably the team's missing. It'll be a big uh, coaching adjustment for Missoula to see if he can work that in properly. Obviously, he's figured out what to do right now, but it is an excellent time to be watching the Celtics. And just above all, they're just entertaining and just fun to watch, which is the opposite of a Patriots game. That was extremely positive. Well, let me just throw one kink into it. Uh, two words. That's all I need. Marcus Ray might be able to. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. That's it. That's all I need to throw. I'll, I'll get to it. I have a Marcus Smart thought on that, but most of what you said uh, is <laughs> is accurate, Bobby. I did have a couple bones to pick on that game against Miami, um, but we can also get to that too. We'll be talking about the Celtics today. Uh, Raymond, uh, you have a Patriots thought, I assume. I think we're just uh, for this opening take, we're just going to take it a waterfall effect from positive, from most positive to least, and um, I think the Patriots are going to fall in the middle here. Well, well, I'll end it, but uh, why, don't, why don't you go ahead, Ray, with your Patriots thoughts? Okay, thank you, Richard. I disagree with your waterfall effect, but uh, there's a glimmer of hope. For three years, we've been miserable Patriots fans with mediocre quarterback play from Cam Newton to oh, Matt Jones. Oh, God damn it. I didn't know you were going to go but, this way. But now Jeff Howe is reporting there's a glimmer of hope that our son might be returning. TB12 might be returning home with a reunion of Bill Belichick. Until he signs on the dotted line with either the Bucs or another team, there's hope that he's coming back. And that puts a smile on my face and makes me a happy Patriots fan once again. And just so we're clear, Brady in, Ray in. Giselle in. Ray out. Ray out. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if Brady can uh, can mend his football relationship with Belichick, you're all for it. But if that includes mending his uh, personal. Uh, Fuck that. Uh, then see you okay. later. Okay. Bye-bye. Got Bye-bye. it. Got it. Perfect. Um, yep. Nope. I didn't. I thought you might have something actually interesting to say, but yeah, we can talk about the Brady thing. It's in there. We can. That's we very can interesting to, to talk. We about. can get to it. Could be the beginning of the end for Mac. This is what you've both of you. God, been I hope. I, I just hope the last part happens. <laughs> Fuck Brady. I just want the other thing. <laughs> what did you say, Bobby? You'd love to be the person to tell Mac it's coming. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I would love to be that guy. Hey, Mac, how you doing? Hey, Mac. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you're out. Hey, you heard of the Simple Mind Sports Show? Oh, yeah, you have? Yeah. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. 
Did you give him some yeah. sort of like uh, going away bag? Like a fucking chew toy? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> squeak, squeak, bitch. Yeah, like one of those, ah, one of those shit. bags you give at a kid's birthday party. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Speaking here's of getting whistle, the fuck out of here. Some gum. See you later. <laughs> yeah, here's some bubbleicious. Uh, I'd like to send that invitation. Can we make one of those goodie bags for Heim Bloom? Because uh, this guy needs to get the fuck out of uh, town. I, I don't know what where the uh, orders are coming from, but uh, the Red Sox are in on nobody. Seemingly, we get keep getting a couple reports. First, it was Jose Abreu. Now it's this uh, Mitch uh, Hellinger or Hinging Hinger Hingier Hingier. There's an there's an I in the name that doesn't make sense. Uh, he basically hasn't played in three years. It, they're not in on anybody. They're far apart on Bogarts. Uh, their main objective was to just just go bring Bogarts back, show a sign of faith, a, a somewhat of a beating heart in the organization. Nay, nothing's happening. They got over $100 million to spend. They haven't spent a fucking dime yet. Uh, basically, they signed some nobody. And uh, it, it's the same It's the same thing. I don't know if it's because he can't do it or if they're sticking to the same plan that they said they were three years ago. Either way, it's not the right move now. It's not the right move now. You finished in last place. Your team sucks. And if you brought Bogus back, you would have been marginally the same team, probably a little worse anyway. Never mind going buying and, and signing some of the best uh, free agents out there. They haven't done shit and doesn't look like they're going to do shit. Looks like they're going to continue to go with the Tampa Bay method. I didn't think it was possible. I honestly didn't think it was possible. I'm shocked that there has not been uh, more of a push from Red Sox management to go sign some players of this team. And, uh, it's pathetic. It's disgusting. They've dropped to the bottom of popularity in Boston by a massive margin with what the Bruins are doing and the Celtics and Patriots are always, you know, popular in town with the way that the Celtics are playing and, you know, Patriots, the Patriots, NFL is what it is. But no one's going to, no one's going to pay attention to this team if they don't do something quick. And that's what the management probably is hoping for. You think so? Yeah. Don't pay attention. Don't have hold to your thought. Anybody. We'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about the Jason Tatum uh, MVP in the Boston Celtics, uh, the number, the best team in the NBA. Uh, the beginning of the end for Mac Jones. The biggest dumpster, dumpster fires in the NFL, which I forgot to put in here, so we're going to have to come up with that off the cups. Off uh, the, cups. the World Cup. World Ooh. Cup is on, on the list there. That's a surprise for you there, Ray. Uh, we'll get back to the Red Sox in the simplest minds of the week. Uh, a couple good ones on that uh, front as this week. Excellent so. candidates. <laughs> it was a so bad week for simple-minded people. It was a bad week. Or was it a good week? It was a good week for us. It, it depends on how you want to look at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show. Friday Rewind, December 2nd. Nailed it. Welcome to the show. If you're watching on YouTube, you're welcome. Uh, if you're listening on iHeartRadio, we are the number one New England sports uh, show on iHeart. So uh, someone said at one point in time on iTunes, we're definitely the self-proclaimed number one on New England sports show. So kudos. The climbing. The climbing. Yep. climbing and climbing. Um, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, tell your mothers, and tell them about Dubby Energy. Dubby Energy Drinks is the hottest new energy on the market. W.gg, W.com is uh, how the layman's would do it. I don't know what these new fucking uh, URLs are. 
because it's probably they probably used all of them. So now they have to kind of like the one eight hundred number. Got to get rid of it. I don't think that's true, Ray. But either way, uh, just Google it. W Energy. When you get there, type in uh, Simple Minds for your promo code and get 15% all off all orders. W Energy. Let's get back to the Celtics, if we could. <laughs> they beat the Heat uh, Wednesday night, 134 to 121 in a very entertaining game. Hmm. Rubber. Uh, back and forth. Very, uh, like, the defense was annoyingly um, kind of bad. And the way the Heat play their defense, they played basically a 3-2 zone or a 1-3-1 zone. They're switching it up. But they're just daring. They just dare teams to shoot. And, hey, guess what? Celtics the Celtics can, can fucking shoot. Mm-hmm. And when they're on, woo, it's fun to watch. And when Jason Tatum is lighting up like he's doing, he's he's unstoppable. He's arguably the best player in the league, like you said. Um, their offense is still on uh, track to be the number one offense in the history of the league. They got 121.5 rating. Uh, they got a net rating of 9.1, which is two times better than the Suns. Whatever those fuck those numbers mean, I don't know what they mean. I just mean I just know it means the team's really really good right now. Even defensively, they're climbing, but offensively, they're in lockstep. Um, they can't be stopped, and they're playing a, a hell of a brand of basketball, led by Jason Tatum, who dumped in 49 points against the Heat, 11 rebounds uh, on the season. He's averaging 32 points, good for second in the NBA, eight rebounds, four and a half assists. He's second in total points, 36.5% from three, 50% from the, f- from the field, and 87 from the stripe. He's scoring from every level. Ray, you'll remember this for the past two or three years, whatever we've been doing this show, I've had my gripe about Tatum. Mm-hmm. And it was his inability to slow his offensive game down and mm-hmm. find his spots to make it easy for him to score. I guess he listened because he's figured that shit out. The other thing that you complained about all the time, too, is that he was soft going to the basket. He could never finish going to the hoop. He can now. Yeah, it wasn't – a lot of people called him soft. I never – Thought he was technically he was still young. He didn't have like a, a full grown body yet. <clears throat> I never thought he was soft. He just not he, soft, he but he, had, he was very inconsistent at finishing at the rim. He didn't have any control. No, he never had no. any body control. He still, you know, has like a really fast kind of spin. Like if you watch Jalen Brown do it, he spins in the lane and he'll give a pump fake and then he'll you know get in. Jason Tatum's everything's kind of in one motion, but he's figured it out and yeah, he's finishing everywhere. And what I've been calling for for two years is. Hey, dude, just shoot over guys. You're six ten. Just and, and you're growing, and, and you, you know, your release point is is higher than your head. Just fucking shoot over people. And he's doing that. He's doing that from the from the free throw line. He's doing that from the post. He's doing that from three. Um, yeah, he's got it all clicking right now. Tatum for MVP. What would you call him? Superstar. Wow. He took the budding out. He's a full blown superstar now. Oh, he he's he shed the budding. Yeah, perfect. Well, he has okay. a defined game now. It's like before you just when you're younger, you just kind of keep playing and you, you you do things that you can't do and you stay you you're not you don't lean towards what you can do and lean away from what you can't do and that's kind of like what he's done. He just he only plays to his strengths and he stopped doing stuff he can't do. He just he has a defined NBA game now. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it, and I think and I. I said this um, last year in the finals too, and he still does this. He might have to still adjust his game and add this, but because Kobe did it, LeBron did it, MJ did it. He's got to get a back to the basket offensive game because Mm -hmm. they're going to double and triple you. And if you get doubled and tripled 30 feet from the basket, you can't score. 
But if you get double and tripled 11 feet from the basket, you can make one move and, and get in the cup. So he's still going to add that, but I, I, you know, you see a little bit that to his game. Call, but, yeah. Call uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Get him to do that little fucking shimmy fadeaway that he used to the have. Dream oh, shake. the dream? The dream shake. Dream yeah, shake? Mm. What's Hakeem up Hakeem to? Hakeem the dream. That'd be a nice little arsenal to have in your bag of tricks for Jason Tatum. Yeah, I mean, Someone's if you could have the best back-to-the-basket back move ever created, it would be excellent. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, Kareem would have something to say about that. Yeah, and the sky hook. Come on, Bobby. That's more of like shake. a hip to the basket. I don't know if it's quite Give back. me the dream shake. Give me the dream shit. Why don't people do the, the hook shot just because it's not cool? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's corny as shit. Doesn't look good on TikTok. That's the why. old the old Buddy Hines. Listen, if you oh, want to see hook shots, go, go look at some men's thirty-five plus leagues, and you'll see a lot of hook shots. Okay. Oh yeah. Every time I pull a hook shot, I never make it. It's generally an air ball. Everyone goes, "What the fuck?" Was that? <laughs> go, hey man, I'm still working in my game, baby. You still, yeah. you always got to be moving. It's like us still trying I- to figure out what I'm doing here. <laughs> it's like us on iTunes. We're still climbing. Yep. Everyone's still climbing. <laughs> Everyone climbing. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, uh, we didn't even talk about. Uh, let's just do some more Tatum gushing. He had some timely shots. He still, I think, sucks at buzzer beaters. I don't know if it's in his head or whatever, but he fucking airballs or misses every buzzer beater. He missed two of them in the heat game. One was a layup. What's the dookie in him? It's a good weakness of his, a good observation of a weakness. He does have to develop that. Every time, like even mid-range jumpers, like he'll just airball them at the yeah. buzzer. Shots that he will normally hit. His so, butthole puckers up. Leave him alone. Yeah, he just got, you know, he, he's he's like, he's not quite us on iTunes. He's got some more way. He's got more to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, <clears throat> this was pointed out by, I don't know, Scal probably. Setting those flare screens for other guys to get. Uh, uh, open shots uh, off the ball, diving on the ball for loose balls. Like he's developed himself into a leader in in doing the small things, um, and he seems to be humbled and it seems to be extremely motivated to win, not just uh, scores points anymore. Although I don't know if you guys watched the all of the game last night, he was trying hard to get fifty. Oh yeah, game was in hand. He, was he must have three. an incentive. He must have an incentive in his contract if he hits fifty or something, he gets a bonus. Maybe because we know he's all about the money for Marcus Smart. If he got fifty, Marcus Smart got five hundred thousand. Yeah, because <laughs> he's the captain, of course. He had forty-seven, and he had like three guys on him. The game was in hand, and he hucked up a three and almost went in. But then, uh, you know, Bam had a bio, got a technical, and another guy got a technical, gave him two free throws. Just needed, just needed one more guy to give him a tech, and uh, could have got to the five zero, but didn't get, didn't quite get there. Uh, the other guy I want to talk about in the Celtics was Malcolm Brogdon. I don't think we talked about him a lot on this show so far. Perfect addition to this team. Mm-hmm. Perfect addition. Do you want to go? Do you want me to dive into that for I you? I thought you had something to say. No, I just think he is. I think he's a great six man piece that you had. We were all bitching that we wanted him in the starting rotation and put Margaret Smart there, but I like him with the second unit. He's the fresh step that we needed and scoring off the bench that we desperately needed for years since. Uh, I'm a Brad Stevens and now uh, Missoula is here. So, yeah, I like it. I'm going to have to beep I'm a bit. Yeah. I, yeah sorry, what sorry. I like that he provides is just slow and control. I think a lot of the other players, they're kind of – it's high energy and it's good. You want energy, but sometimes it's out of control energy. Malcolm Brogdon is just calm. He's always playing within himself, and I think that helps filter to the rest of the team because sometimes you can have too much energy and it just kind of turns into like some frazzledness. And he, I think he just kind of sets a, a nice level. Yeah, there, there was a play last night that um, the Heat 
continue to make runs and continue to make runs. And I thought it was a perfect example of what, you know, crushed the the Celtics last year, even in the playoff series that they won. It, it was a point where they would, they would normally break where the heat had tied it at a couple points down and the Celtics were on offense and they were getting pressured and pressured. The ball was on the three point line. And like, they were trying to still run their offense where clearly the heat had their number. They knew what they were doing and they're still trying to get through the motions. And Malcolm Brogdon was like, just waiting. Just he's like, get me the ball. Get me the ball. I know exactly what to do. And he just found a little pocket, a little hole and got a nice little layup. It's something that I see Marcus Smart try to do from time to time. He's just not good enough to accomplish it. I was going to say, he's like Marcus Smart, but like he can score. Right. Like Marcus Smart knows when the offense isn't quite working and he tries to break away from it. He's just not good enough and he does it too much. Brogdon has the ability to actually do it offensively. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, but to Bobby's point, does it very calmly, nonchalantly, just like, all right, just get the fuck out of the way for a second. Let me just calm you down. I'm just going to go put two points in. You don't need a three. You don't need a dagger. We don't need to prove anything. Let's just keep putting points on the board. So it makes it harder for them to win. Right. It's kind of like the, uh, the football thing where he keeps you on schedule. That's kind of like how he's keeping the basketball game on schedule. Yeah. I like, I like Brogdon. Uh, also timely shots, hit some big threes. Um, if you listen to any of at any point in time, he's talked, he's just steady, calm. Um, uh, he talked about Tatum last night and how humble he is and how it just seems like they got a really good locker room going on. And Brag- Brogdon's a big part of that. Blake well, no Griffin. fucking at anyone's wife. So that's why. Not that we know of. Not that we know of. Yeah. Not that we know of. Assuming. assuming. Don't rule it out, Raymond. Yeah, <laughs> Blake Griffin had a huge night the, the night before. Uh, a couple dunks and uh, people have been speaking highly of his locker room presence. Um and diving on the floor and shit. So yeah, you know, just a lot of things going on. I think a big part is you talk to any of them, especially Brogdon new coming in a clear perspective of uh, two other teams in the NBA. He said this to one of the reporters a couple of days ago, just letting the locker room know how good they have it and how good the situation is in Boston and basically like stop being assholes. Let's take advantage of this. Um, and I think they clearly have made it Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's team and people have, Fallen in line accordingly, including for now, Marcus Smart. No, there's something in there. There's I won't take the there. cheese. I won't there's, take the cheese. There's something in there. There's no fucking. The Jays are basically saying, yeah, it's the three of ours. You know, we're all three of us. It's our team. The next, really. the next time he gets disrespected as the DPOY, he's gonna fucking go ham. <laughs> self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed DPOY. He's playing well. Averaging seven and a half assists, eleven and a half points. Uh, had some bad turnovers against the Heat, but see how it is in the playoffs. Because remember the playoffs, a couple of those series, the Buck series was one. He was just erratic, and they had to actually bench him in the fourth quarter. So let's see what happens. See what Look, happens playoff time. None of this matters until they get to the playoffs. Yeah, I think Jason Tatum's a lock to be uh, pretty spectacular all season, but everything yeah. else is a is a big question mark until you until you get to the playoffs until you get pressed, including. Rob Williams, who great segue. Maybe I'll beat this Bobby so we don't get the backlash from from the DPOI, but he is not the DPOI without Time Lord back there blocking all the, the shots that no. people get by him. He anchors it. He's the anchor. How can you be a defensive player of the year as a guard on a team that switches every single time? Every ties, single man. He dives and flops. 
He doesn't yeah, guard any. He doesn't guard the ball. Nobody guards the ball because they just switch all the time. Mm-hmm. I never, yeah. I never quite understood that. And like you go and the supporters will say, well, on five possessions, he held Steph Curry to zero points on three shots. But it's like Steph Curry went for 46. <laughs> Isn't the because point of having a guy like he's guarding starts- him? He's not in a shooting position. <laughs> he, like he chases him down the baseline until he hands him off to two other guys. Then he hits a three. I, I never well, understood that. And when also essentially that like the paint is out of order, as in like you, you can't go down that way if you're Steph Curry, because there's nothing you can do because you have the, essentially the, one of the better defensive players in the league there, that's just going to stop it. So it isn't, it, it's not like an apple to apple thing. No. Yeah. And I thought, I frankly, I thought his defense has sucked this season watching him play, but uh, we'll beep that. Uh, speaking of uh, the actual DPOI, Robert Williams seen uh, practicing or scrimmaging, if you would, lately uh, around team uh, facilities. Not going to take the cheese on him either, but I will take a six-month bill of health for a championship, and then I would like to see him shipped out the door. I'm confused. Is the Celtics training staff just completely inept to like give a correct diagnosis? First it was he's not coming back till February, and now they're saying, oh, yeah, Christmas. That's, that's a month and a half, two months of – uh, misdiagnosis. Well, they, they originally said four weeks. That's what I'm saying. It's like the Celtics training staffs all over the place. They've been this way since. It's best not to nail yourself down to one thing. That way you can't ever be wrong. It's it's taking the weatherman approach. Okay, just give probabilities, and you're always good. Yeah, they don't they don't owe us anything. They don't owe us an actual. Uh... I was gonna say something, but it was probably gonna beep, so I was gonna say it. Give it a shot. I'm curious. What is it? Yeah, go for it. Like every time I have sex with my wife, and I say next time I'll have an org, uh, you'll have an orgasm. You know, and that's one of those things like that. You know, there's always that promise. Maybe next time. The the Celtics, <laughs> the Celtics health staff is as reliable as your dick game. Is what you're saying. Yeah, it, and mm-hmm. the, and it also happens about yearly as well. So I think a lot of it line up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. No, that that adds no, up. No. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Good. That plays. Uh, perfect. Final point on the Celtics, Al Horford uh, is staying in Boston, retiring a Celtic, signed a two-year extension for $20 million total. Total, that's $20 million total. For oh, so that's 10 and 10? That's how oh. math works. Mm-hmm. We'll see how the incentives look like that, too. Uh, good. Belongs you can honest has him of the Celtics. He's a good anchor. Um, he works here. He works here well. He works. He works for this team. Um, Philadelphia like was not good. Oklahoma City treated them like shit. Boston's yeah. the way to be. Welcome, Al. Um, and enjoy your retirement in uh yes. Nantucket. Uh all right, let's throw it over to headlines with the unless anyone has any parting Celtics thoughts. Get the heat again on Friday when this is released. See the back to back game, those are tough to win. If they win that again, that's you know, they're on a roll. And, and by double digits. If they win again by double digits. <laughs> 134 points. Uh, the the Heat had only allowed 120 uh, once this season, and that was it. So 134. Good. All right. Headlines with the obvious one. Thank you there, Richard. Uh, in one of the biggest upsets of November, I only had two helpings of Thanksgiving dinner. However, I what? did save room. Yep. However, I did save room for dessert. So there's that. Uh, the Patriots, however, did not deserve any Thanksgiving dessert after losing to the Vikings 33-26. Mac Jones was good, going 28 for 39 with 382 yards and two touchdowns. Next up, the Bills Mafia rolls into Gillette for Thursday night football. 
Uh, both teams that play in the Garden are first in their respective leagues. Uh, the Bruins are 13 and uh, 19 and three with 38 points. Pasternak is fifth in the league with goals at 14, with, while Linus Allmark has the best goals against average and wins amongst all goalies. Imagine jumping off the Bruins bandwagon last year. What an idiot! And the Celtics is, are destroying everyone in their path. They are currently 18 and four, beating teams by an average of 14 points in their last four games. Jason Tatum is the in, in MVP discussion, but sadly, the Queen was not invited to the Garden last night when the Prince William and Princess Kate were in attendance. That's just a slap in the face. And in World Cup news, USA is in the knockout round after Christian Pulisic risked his life to score a goal against Iran, beating them 1-0. USA plays the Netherlands on Saturday. However, Iran is going home to a possible arrest and beatings after protesting the national anthem. God bless America. And finally, some Red Sox news. We didn't sign anyone to note, but Billy Baseball said Xander Bogarts has severed all ties with the Red Sox. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. It's pronounced Iran. 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 Show some respect. Iran. Um... C plus for reading. Hey, that's better. That's the best grade I've ever gotten reading. Thank you. Not bad. Uh, let's do a little Patriots talk. Uh, let's start with Ray's opening take. Uh, I'm calling it the beginning of the end for Mac Jones. There's a there's a B side to this, but it does start with Brady. So uh, I'll give you a little bit more in depth on Ray's opening take uh, from Jeff Fucking Howe of the Athletic. Here's the key. Here's the key paragraph in his article. He says, uh, obviously talking about Brady coming back to the Patriots. For Brady, he'd have to know the offense is in capable hands. <laughs> oh, that's not with fat, skinny Ray. There have been circumstances of Matt Patricia's first season as a play caller. Plenty warranted, others exaggerated, and Brady benefited from the uh, abundance of stability with an offensive coordinator in New England. He'd either need to be comfortable with Patricia <laughs> or... Uh, push for a reunion with someone like Bill O'Brien, currently the Alabama offensive coordinator, to ensure he's not wasting a season at 46 years old. Sure, Brady would return to run this offense, but he can't also coordinate it. He goes on to say the Patriots, they should want clarity on Brady's future. Is he going year to year? Do they need to fully guarantee a second season? Something Belichick wouldn't do uh, before Brady walked in 2020. And I'll just add this. This is a quote from Brady in the past week or so asked about Belichick. Quote, what an amazing coach he is and how he prepares the team to win. He's done it year in and year out. He's 22 wins away from an amazing milestone, Brady said. I have no doubt he's going to get it. I watch that team every week. Here then, he watches them every week. I'm impressed by how they prepare and the accountability the organization has. It always starts at the top. End quote. And I'll just add this and, and give your thoughts on the beginning of the end for... Uh, for uh, Mac, we had the reports. I got it from you, Ray. I assume you got it from somebody uh, with actual credentials. Tim Hasselbeck. Tim Hasselbeck says there is uh, some major, major conflict going on in the uh, Patriots' offensive locker room. Uh, big names are, quote-unquote, done with the offensive coaches, including Mac Jones, David Andrews, your captain, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Hunter Henry. 
Thank you. Hunter Henry, uh, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar. So basically your entire pass catching core, your quarterback and the leader of your offense has said, fuck Mac Patricia. We're done with this guy. And on the heels of that, you've got rumors of Brady coming back to town. You're, uh, it's not your zappy wet dream, uh, Bobby, but there is a there is a Mac exodus um, on the horizon potentially. Yeah. I, first of all, Brady lied. He couldn't name a, one single player that he didn't already play. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, Bobby. Bobby Bland didn't pay his didn't pay his bill. Maybe you should have put that on the fucking Aaron list. <laughs> if Mac Jones finds his way out and is replaced by Tom Brady, I mean that's just that's fantastic. I, nothing would make me happier than to see that with him with that little soak. When he finds out that he that that happened, I mean, of course, I, I'm on board. Whether he wants to come for a year, two years, whatever it is, give it to him, and, and we can run it back. I mean, I, I'm all in. These these rumors, if they are, I, I don't know if there's any truth to it. I hope there is. But if anything, at least if out of this we get to a place where we have a more competitive offense, whatever it is, because it, that game, it's like they knew they were on national TV and they're like, all right, let's do just enough to look like we don't look like assholes because the last three games we made our fans watch one o'clock kicks. Yeah, we don't need the whole world seeing that. <clears throat> Brady to New England would be spectacular. Spectacular on so many levels. And here's here's how it happens. Um, the offense continues to look the way it's looked. The offensive staff continues to revolt against Belichick's hand-picked uh, loser. And uh, Robert Kraft steps in, what many people have been pre predicting anyway, and says, uh, you need to fix your this side of the ball, and you need to do it with a competent somebody. Um, and that needs to happen immediately. And oh, by the way, I just got off the phone with Tommy. I'm paying him to come back. He's coming back. Yeah, exactly. It's coming out of your salary, bitch. <laughs> Wait, yeah, that 50 million that you have to sign players, half of it's going to Tommy. Yeah. Uh, go find him somebody Figure out the that rest. he likes. Yeah. No, exactly. get with Tommy and tell and Tommy's gonna tell you who to go get. Yeah. That's what that's probably more realistic what would happen. But think about who's leaking this. Who's saying like there's an inkling that Tom Brady could be coming back to Gillette? It's got to. Uh, who who was it more beneficial for? If you're talking about the two parties between Brady and Belichick, Brady, yeah. exactly. Be Belichick. If anything, it's if Belichick's going to swallow that ego, which is the, the only thing that makes me think this isn't going to happen because it's an admission that I couldn't do it without you. And then if they win when he gets back, it isn't an admission; it's a confirmation. So right. I don't know if Belichick <clears throat> would agree. No, it's a this. it's a it's a very long shot. I I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a leak or if it's um speculation the article from jeff howe was not just about brady it was about uh, a quarterback's carousel including rogers uh including garoppolo and some of the guys that might be moving and he didn't just list patriots as the destination for brady there was also a couple other teams on no there, orleans so. or something there's no orleans yeah so there. you know people are Saints kind of blown out, out of proportion but that's fine uh i just i just link it with what's going on offensively and with mac jones uh not being happy from day one of the matt patricia era and um, and you're right. The biggest hurdle for that, I think, would be Belichick. However, we've talked about this prior. I don't know what his leverage is. He needs 22 wins for Shula. Is he going to go start somewhere else to do it? No. 
just because he doesn't want to coach Brady because he doesn't want somebody to say you couldn't do it without Brady because he couldn't do it without Brady. Like, just go get your fucking wins, dude. People, are, they won't. So what? Remember after the Tampa Bay game up here that he had a long conversation with Brady after the game. Maybe they mended 23 everything. minutes. Yeah, so maybe they mended everything and now they're both can. It's like two, uh, think of it as like a band, you know, like they go their separate ways. One guy goes off, has an amazing career, has the platinum records, while the other guy's over here trying to make a living still. Put them back together, you're going to make beautiful music together. So why don't you just fucking do it? Yeah, it, it isn't even like a, a thing that shouldn't be admitted. The players win the games. Belichick says that every time when he's getting heaped with praise after Super Bowl wins. He does always say it's the players that win the games. And there isn't a coach alive that's going to win without a quarterback. You can't do it. You can't win without a great quarterback. You look at all the Super Bowls, it's an absolute outlier if there isn't a great quarterback. So it would just be his ego that gets in the way. Yeah, but Belichick's an absolute liar when he says that. <laughs> that's the one difference. <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah, it's the public it's the public image, uh, persona that would, would stop that from happening. But... If all, if all goes to shit's, shit's Creek here, um, down the stretch for the Patriots, uh, that becomes more and more likely. Speaking of that, uh, going back to last week, the Thanksgiving game, I know this will be released after the Bills game, so we may have some more Shit's Creek to talk about, but uh, this is what happens when they play Thursday night games and four primetime games in a row. Thanks, Bullshit. NFL. Uh, that loss against uh, Minnesota, take it wherever you want. I don't want to, we don't have time to dive too, too far into it. And it was a week ago, but I think it came down to three plays came down to uh, at the least of which was the Hunter Henry touchdown reversal, which we can talk about if you want to, but that was four points off the board. Um, it was a momentum swing. Um, I give it that one, the touchdown, the 98 yard touchdown return on special teams that Minnesota had after the Patriots took a 23 to 16 lead. Terrible. And then the uh, uh, running and the roughing the kicker, Pierre Strong, uh, that extended the game-winning drive for Minnesota. That game, on uh, if you take out if you add the what ifs and the buts that I just named, that's a thirty-three to nineteen game. Patriots win. That's what that is. And uh, mistakes, eight penalties again, uh, a silent offense in the fourth quarter, um, a, a defense that. I think everyone thought would be able to at least slow down Justin Jefferson completely failed on that front. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, the offense showed some life, but it feels like everybody came out of that game, but feeling worse when it was one of the better games, uh, at least offensively they've played in over a month. Um, but everything you hear about everything you read, everyone talks like they feel bad, probably because they threw another <laughs> win away. That's that's uh, uh, give Minnesota green Bay, Probably should have beat the Bears. You just completely fucking blew it. I think there's another one I'm missing that they they pissed a win away. You're talking at least two or three wins that you just you could have had, and um, your margin of error is just too slim to to fuck Miami. up as much as they did. Still one of Miami. Your thoughts? It's a sign of a bad team. When you have all these ifs and buts, good teams don't have ifs and buts, and if they make mistakes, they make plays to win the games, and the Patriots just don't do that. And this is what they've been for two years, which is just an average to a bad team. Also, Mac Jones has one career fourth quarter comeback. He is ranked 37 out of 42 team, 42 quarterbacks with that record of one. And it was against the, against Houston, the Houston Texans. Texans. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, all this Brady talk is just making you realize this kid doesn't have the moxie that Brady did. You know, that's what, another reason why you want to bring Brady back. 
he can't lead a team. You went into Alabama when you had all the best of the best, and now you're in the NFL and you can't work with what you got here. See you the fuck later, Mac. I'm done. Also, the maddest you've seen, we've seen Bill Belichick this whole year is those two special teams mistakes. He was yelling oh, and yeah. screaming at Pierre Strong, and he was pissed about that touchdown return. Every other dumbass thing the Patriots have done all year, he just stands there with that blank look. He just literally gets his rocks off oh, on special just, teams. It is all he cares about. Down. He writes down the mistakes in that little pad that he has. Kyle Duggar was held on that return, but still, um, yeah, you can't you can't let that happen. And he let Pierre Strong have it on the <laughs> On that fucking block. Um, look, I, Mac Jones for, throws almost 400 yards, two touchdowns, look pretty good. And we, every single week, we belabor how bad Matt Patricia is. I'm not, I'm not going to quit on Mac Jones. You tell me Brady wants to come in, I'll take him over Mac Jones just for the sheer story and what it would look like. And on, if you put Brady on this team, they're probably leading the division right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's Tom fucking Brady, of course. But I'm not, I'm not saying Mac Jones is nothing like he was a rookie last year. He's had a shit deal this year. He had a good game. He had some fucking dimes and, uh, and on the, on the game winning drive, the first play Trent Brown decides to be a a dolphin and dive into the fucking ground. That was such a, what was he even trying? He didn't even want him to do. And then the big play Nelson Aguilar doesn't run a rat. Doesn't run his route. He just stopped running. Mac put it in the perfect spot. Like, so I'm not going to, you know, it's very easy to shit on the quarterback and he hasn't been perfect. Um, you know, but go look at all the other second year quarterbacks in the league. How how good are you in your second year, actually? No, and how protected was he last year right now? So uh, I don't think it's on. I think they got a lot of problems. Uh, I, I'd put Mac, you know, just just go back to last week. The definitive list of why the offense sucks. Mac was pretty far down the list. I don't remember exactly where, but I had I him last. down. Pretty, yeah, I think last. Oh, so how about how about Julian Edelman's knees? How about sounds of silence? What happened to him? This uh... sounds of silence was uh, clanging on the fucking pots and pans this week, wasn't he? Uh huh. Two face masks did he have? Mm-hmm. That part was bad. They didn't do him any favors in how they planned that game, but I mean, yeah, you can't be grabbing face masks. But look. Love you, Devin McCourty. 200 uh, game coming up uh, as Robert Kraft gave him a fucking plaque for. I guess we're doing that now in New England. Um, But I don't know if that's the guy you can use for bracket coverage with Jonathan Jones and Devin McCourty on the best wide receiver in football. That's when Jalen Mills would be perfect back there. Jalen Mills would be the perfect safety back there to do the the bracket coverage. Yeah, you got to get faster. You got to get better. You need a number one cornerback, like I've been saying all season. And uh, Devin McCourty, uh, sorry, you got an old yeller, this bitch. Like, it's time. It's, it's, time, to go, it's time to go behind the shit, buddy. It's, that, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. That's the way it is. I'll put him out uh, to pasture. <clears throat> send him on out to the pasture. The defense, uh, where was Judon? I heard Bedard, Bedard say he had a great game, but no sacks, no pressure. Uh, they this This coming off a... Vikings performance against the Cowboys where Kirk Cousins was sacked six times, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Cowboys at that point were number one uh, defense in the NFL. Patriots were number two, right behind them. Uh, Judon leads the NFL in sacks. They were missing their left tackle and not a peep, not a peep out of them in terms of uh, getting their hands on Cousins. Did they get exposed, I guess is my biggest question. Did the defense get exposed as a um, mediocre to poor defense? Same, like let's call it what it is like it happened last year last four or five weeks of last year they just completely shit the bed 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it an exposing just because I personally just, you know, they were playing bad. When they play a bad team, they, they crush them. And when they play an average NFL offense above that, they they give up points and they the ball gets moved. So maybe nationally it is, but like, I, I, I don't think that as people that watch every play that we were really surprised by what happened. But I, that being said, like you said, technically the defense did still put them in a position to win the game because you take some points off the board if things went their way. I was surprised they didn't sack Cousins more. I was surprised that the the uh, the front seven didn't. They would just get do... rid of that ball quick. Three step drops out out out. Yeah. What's, what's the stat with Mac Jones when the defense lets up over twenty points? I don't think that he's won a game. I think it's like one or two games that he's won when the defense lets up twenty. It's twenty four, I think, is the number where they're like twenty four. They they're like okay. winless. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, to Bobby's point, to my point earlier, to defense. Kind of basically gave up 19. If you take away the Pierre Strong, I mean that was going to be a big turning point. Um, you got to take away the the return, the kick return. They didn't give up 33, certainly. So um, I think they're still fine. I think they're fine. I think they're they're fine. But it's they're the a defense that... that you can win games with for sure. They're not bad. <clears throat> no, I think they're probably not one bad of, at still, all. Still one of the best defenses yeah. in the league. Their secondary is um, susceptible. susceptible, susceptible to um, you got it, baby. excellent you got it. fucking wide receivers and, uh, and he's good the, quarterbacks. He's, like he's everybody like one or two best NFL. receiver in the league. He's going to get his. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, if Judon can continue to uh, stay healthy and, and not completely fall off, I think he'll still be a playmaker for him. So I give him a chance to still be a, a top defense. You said it perfectly. They give him a chance to win. What else can you ask for in this day and age in the NFL? Uh, I'll tell you what the Patriots could ask for. A little help around the NFL when it comes to playoff positioning. They didn't get any. Uh, you were sitting in the playoff position to the day, when the uh, day started on Sunday. Or I guess you weren't. I guess you fell out, didn't you, when you lost to the Vikings. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, the Jets, Chargers, and Bengals were who you should have been watching, and all three of those teams won. Uh, all three of those teams. All Well, the Jets crushed. Mike White Mike, Mike White, White pissed on Zach. Mike White's the Wilson god. Legends. Okay. Mike White is Mike Mikey football. Okay. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, they crushed the Bears, uh, but the Bengals and the Chargers had a chance to lose those games, which would have helped the Patriots out in playoff seating. Bengals pulled through, and the Chargers and that fucking dope won it with a two-point conversion. I it was not just for the Patriots, but just for like the sanity and future of the league. I wanted that two point conversion to fail so bad for the chargers. Cause that what's his first name? Justin. Uh, oh, the head coach. Brandon Staley. Staley. Brandon, Brandon Staley. That guy, the way that he coaches football sucks. I'd like I to see him he at actually the coaches. I think he's just like, for lack of a better term, just like a figurehead phony. I don't know if he actually understands football. No, he likes to gamble. I think he conned yeah, the chargers just... into a job. If he had a fourth and fucking 30 with a try to tie it, he'd fucking go for it. That call yeah. will give him confidence to make one that's so terrible later. It'll cost him the season. Oh, they're going to miss the playoffs. They're absolutely going to miss the playoffs. But uh, the one that puts you now on the outside looking in, um, you're going to need 10 wins to make it to the playoffs. It's kind of looking like it's over. Which is without a third. win tonight. You win today, maybe because, but uh, in all fairness, they're getting the bills at what appears to be an opportune time. So, yeah, you're missing Von Miller. Um, their left tackle is not going to play. Is that right? 
neither yeah. is our uh, awesome left tackle, Isaiah Wentz, out. That doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Allen hasn't it. been great. He has a, his little elbow injury or whatever. They're, they are mortal. So th- they're vulnerable. They can be beaten. It's just, will they do? I, I don't believe that they will. But I, I think that they possibly, there, there's more of a chance in the past three meetings with them that they beat them now than they have previously. If the Patriots were to split with the Bills, this would be the game. You've had a year. The Belichick has had a year to think about seven touchdowns on seven drives in that wild card game. No People forget that 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 regular season game before that, where they didn't punt either, that was a one possession game in the fourth quarter. The Patriots were in it. So this would be the game. Probably not in Buffalo. Probably got to be a home game. Um I just look it, so it, fine. It, you split with Buffalo, call it. Now, now you got to pick up. You'd think you can handle your business against the Raiders in the ever crumbling uh, Cardinals, who Kyler Murray just got called out again by Patrick Peterson, ex teammate, as a piece of shit. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that was great. If you haven't seen that, Google Kyler it. Kyler only cares about Kyler. Kyler Murray. Um, and then you got to then you got to clip one from either Miami or the Bengals, which look. <laughs> You can do both of them. Fuck it. Run it. Let's go. Okay, fine. Uh, why don't you give me your predictions for uh, tonight slash yesterday on the Bills game, Raymond? Uh, 13 uh, for the Patriots and 47 for the Bills. <laughs> uh, I'm not that far off. I was going to go. I was going uh, to go 16 to 37 Bills. Uh, yeah, that was I, enough I to said... that was enough to send Raymond uh, to the shitter. <laughs> he, he got so upset he like shit 30... his pants. He had to walk away. Sixteen thirty three, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think you you're looking at a couple Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen uh, over under rushing yards for Allen eighty nine. That's an excellent line there. That yeah, is isn't a great it? line. I, I would probably <laughs> go over. I'd go over. He's probably going to have two 25-yard runs. They just—they've proven in no way, shape, or form that they can handle a, a running back that can run. And I just like, why wouldn't you do it? They constantly keep playing man coverage. Everybody gets turned around, and they—and that guy goes. It's just why? Why? Why wouldn't he? It's the only way they're going to pull out a win is if they just go to some elusive zone that. You know, well, it, it would make sense if he has an elbow injury and it's more difficult for him to throw accurately that you would probably force him to throw into different windows. And obviously then you're going to keep Allen in front of you to try and negate his running threat. It just tactically makes more sense. Yeah. And considering who's it, Isaiah McKenzie that ran just sideways against yeah, him, him for yeah, like 400 yards there, yeah. the two games before keep digs in front of you. And, yeah. uh, and don't let guys I mean, run away from you. Jonathan Jones didn't play in any of those games last year. He's he's back. Hopefully that helps. There's obviously the addition of Jack Jones. Maybe Marcus Jones plays some more on defense. Get Brian out of there. But their I, secondary is better. I did see a tweet. Oh, of, it is better. Yes, it's, it's like a better the, secondary. The, the secondary they they put up there in Buffalo in that playoff game. I forgot like who their fourth cornerback uh, was, but I can't even name him right now. It was mm. somebody that like literally a custodian. I'll see if I can find him before we go. So. It is. It Not is a that better. There's anything defense. wrong with being a custodian? Let's just turn around. Unless you're trying to play cornerback in the NFL. There you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> we know we respect the mops. We don't want to okay. get canceled. Uh, we'll do a quick break. Get an update on the uh, on the World Cup. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, okay, uh, let's do a little World Cup talk here, Raymond. Your world, your cup, one man, one cup. USA beats Iran, 1-0. Ir- Iran. Iran. Uh, Pulisic, what's his first name? Christian. Christian. Charlie. Uh, Charlie Pulisic seemingly broke his dick for the for his country. Uh, running he's into laid a... there, he scores a goal and literally just lays there, not moving. It was just such a soccer moment. Have you ever gotten slide tackled in the dick before, Bobby? No. It's it's like every other day, Ray. And you know what I don't do? <laughs> Lay there. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, do you know what I have to deal with when I walk the streets? People are coming at me all the time, all the I time. I forgot okay? you're in Connecticut. I have all day, all day, exactly. all day. All, all right. Good. Or uh, officially reported as a cracked pelvis or a bruised bruised pelvis. Bruised That's your mother coxis. how she's been doing. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> it was very soccer. Then he came back and played. And uh, like, you would think the excitement the of that goal would at least get him to like move an arm or crack a smile. But no, he just laid there writhing. He didn't give a fuck. He sent a tweet out from a, a hospital bed after that. So. That's that's how you know they're that's how you know they're tough. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, they make it out of the group stage. Another prediction gone wrong for the Doughboy uh, USA to now play the Netherlands on Saturday. Any thoughts on the actual match on the old on the old pitch there, Raymond? Uh, I'll give you my thoughts. They tried to blow that thing about six ways from fucking Sunday. Every time I thought that game was over, and it's a good thing the world hates Iran and the refs do too because there were a couple penalties in that box the last that they just let go. Not where they were, not in that part of the world. They love Iran over there in Qatar. So uh, those refs are lucky to be alive after That's that. That's an actually, that is an actually a true geopolitical statement that you just said. Well, that was spot on. Well done. When it comes to racism, Ray is spot on. Johnny on the spot. Uh, yeah, any other the game I mean they can defend they haven't given up a goal but they can't score and it doesn't seem like they have like a real like true forward and I mean Netherlands is just a better team so they're gonna have to score goals I mean I don't think they can stop them from scoring I think winning the game for them is like a 2-1 win I, I don't think they can win one nothing or maybe they hope that they tie and grind out a penalty kick result but also Netherlands I just don't think they can soft, score. Soft, soft group. You had Qatar, you had uh Senegal, and you had Ecuador. Very soft group. So this that is, is gonna be that's a good point. This should be a, a, tough, tradi- a tougher more of a traditional European power. They're yeah. a favorite-ish, though, aren't they, Netherlands? They're yeah, they're, 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 they're they came out of the group A as the one seed. So yes, they are the favorite. But even even coming in before group, Netherlands are <laughs> they're all right. They're like top ten. The last they've been they've been pretty good. Yeah, they're they're one of your traditional European soccer powers. Um I w- well, here's what I'll say. This they are the Celtics of the pre- previous three or four years. Every they don't know how to win. They, they so. Gonna, Who's this? Who are you talking about? USA or Netherlands? USA. USA. They, this was their first win since June. But they don't know how to. They don't know exactly. how to win. Exactly. They you know it was like there's two minutes left, three minutes left, or whatever. Even in stoppage time, and every time they get the ball, you know they punch it down to the end, and then just watch them come back at them. Like they didn't know how to possess. I've even I've watched enough soccer. You know, you bring it to the corner like a pussy and just hold it there for as long as you can. How dare like, you? Like, 
yeah. they couldn't even do that. They, you know, they had some their their <clears> work <throat> in the box is terrible. Oh God, God, is it bad? Like, wow, this, have, is, this is very nice. To hear so you well, you make me watch this shit, and I'm looking at it, and I'm playing, and like I, I only watch it to be spiteful, you cunt. That's the I only reason like, why you fucking watch. I do it. like I do like sending tantalizing texts. Every time Messi scores, oh, worst player <laughs> in the fucking country. Huh? Thanks, you brought that up. What happened to that uh, biggest uh, upset in the world's history? Did, uh, they advanced. Did Messi they advanced. advance? Yeah, they advanced. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, as as the one as the number one seed. Out of oh, their did they? Yep. That's weird. Yeah. Weird. Uh, okay, they'll be playing uh, Messi in Argentina. We'll be moving on against Australia, I do believe, uh, this weekend. And the USA will be playing the Netherlands at 10 a.m. Because we are the two seed out of the Group B, so we can't. Best play part about all of this is uh, I will be watching the shitty, the shitty, shitty uh, play in the box from the USA and texting Ray about it. But I'll also be drinking beers at 9 a.m. because it's a 10 a.m. start for the USA versus USA USA uh, the Netherlands on Saturday. So uh, go boys in blue and prayers up for Charlie Pulisic's dick. It's Christian, but it's all great. Right. Afternoon delight. Uh, man, we're late, and we'll uh, shit on the Red Sox, or maybe we'll just go simple. Fuck Let's the Red Sox. Simple. Yeah, simple Let's mind. go simplest minds of the week. <laughs> Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I said my piece on the Red Sox. I just uh, one interval for this because it was an important piece to make. Here's what they needed in this offseason. And uh, Ray, just do a quick yes or no. Have they done this? Yes. Have they done this? No. Okay. Here's what they needed. Here's what it would have cost. They needed one front end starter, 25 million, two back end relievers, 30 million, one outfielder, nope, 15 mil, resign Bogarts, nope, 28 mil. Extend Devers. Nope. 28 mil. That adds up to $126 million. Their projected payroll for this year is 110. The tax threshold is 233. I ain't good at math, but that's 123 million. You can come up with a three million somewhere else. They haven't done any of it. Nope. They've got $123 million to spend. They haven't done a fucking thing. Nope. <laughs> they have not to spend. They have to spend it. You can't. You can't operate in Boston without going to tax threshold as the Red Sox. You have to spend $123 million. You're running out of players to spend it on. So there you go. Uh, so add them to the simplest. Add Heim Bloom to the simplest minds of the week. Uh, let's move on from him. Let's start with Antonio Brown. Back in the news, not for sending nude pics of uh, Giselle or uh, trailing Brady but for another domestic abuse charge. So uh, he, lands, he lands back on here. I just wonder, what is Antonio Brown going to say, one, if Brady goes back to the Patriots? I'm sure that'll be excellent content. And unfortunately, if he does have to go to jail, if he could just keep his cell phone to keep trolling people from prison, <laughs> I would appreciate that. I was going to say, I don't know what the uh, cell signal is from the cell, but... Uh... Maybe he could just use like one of the like the computers that they offer there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Bill, old, Bill, the Bill, old colored Max. Can we have Bill on... Uh telecommunication services right now to answer that question for us. Bill's in the Good. clink. Bill's in the clink. He knows. Good one, Ray. Okay. <laughs> what? As a frequenter to prisons, is he in and out of them? Like, Yes. Yes and yes. 
Let me fuck that up. Uh, long story short, uh, Antonio Brown just need to, he does it as much as it is amusing. He does just need to be in prison. Like he just needs to go to jail. It's CTE. Fine. Or at Send least him. just just kept in an area where he can't get out in the public, whether that's Fine. jail or not. Cage him, throw him some meat, give him a cell phone. Does that sound good? Yeah. It's like a lion. Yeah. Like some zoo. Put him in his. Uh, we're gonna have to beep that. <laughs> we have to beep too. Uh, Spencer Didwitty, raise selection here. Got punked by Tony Brothers for being called a punk ass motherfucker. Motherfucker. There was there was no racial slur on that, right? Nope. Tony Brothers got suspended. The game. Ass motherfucker. Bitch ass motherfucker. You're right. I'll tell you. Some of these announcers are getting pretty ballsy these past two weeks, calling people out here, huh? That's a ref. First, Peter, first Peter Burns, now this guy, Tony Brothers. Is a ref. Tony Brothers is a ref. Um, oh, whatever. Is the ref that hates Boston. Saw that in the Heat game too. God, that was a tough ref game. I don't remember why he called Spencer Dinwiddie a, a bitch ass motherfucker. Bitch Does he need a reason? Yeah, no reason. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Dinwiddie getting punked by Tony Brothers though is that's a tough look. Let's just go to the simplest mind of the week here. Simplest mind of the week. Um, I'm going to need a little bit of help on the full fleshed details of this because I forget them. Um, but let me give you the headline. Guy gets shot by his own dog. <laughs> it dies. I how the dog feels. And, and dies. Did he die? Yes. Yeah, dies. Man gets shot by his own dog. That's the new dies. segment here. Simple minds, stupendous deaths. So basically, Bobby one upped your fucking lava guy with this guy. Yeah. I think Bobby check and mate on you, Rich. Yeah. I mean, any guy that has what, a dog, a that man's dog is best an friend, a man's best friend goes out and fucking click clacks your ass. Blows yeah, him away. You deserve to be the simplest mind of the week. I mean, this makes the Dick Cheney incident looks much better. Oh, <laughs> much. That, like dog said, had, that dog had been planning that for a long time. Yep. <laughs> he knows when he goes hunting that he leaves the gun loaded on the truck bed, so he was just fucking waiting. Yep. This piece of shit has been feeding me stale kibble for years. I'm tired of gravy. Oh, Bobby. Yeah, I, guess. I thought I ruined a joke. Bobby ruined the joke. Yeah, right? yeah. well, who do you have for your internet, Bobby? We'll, we'll beep it. Is it Comcast? I don't is it Comcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Comcast, Comcast ruined the joke. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I wrote it down so I won't forget. This has been the Civil Mind Sports Show. Friday Rewind, December 2nd. We'll see you next week. Uh, and prayers up for the Patriots tonight. Good night. Bye-bye. gentlemen uh, hello 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 oh look raise that ready unbelievable
Unfucking believable. Ding. More like dink. Hey, Ray, you with us? There he is. Nope. <laughs> nope. He'll get this down one day. One day, maybe he'll get it. One day, maybe he'll figure it out. Fucking A. How are you, Bobby? I'm doing well. Yeah. Today's been a day of errands. I spent about four days at a car, four hours at a car dealership, which is mind numbing. No, 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 no. No one should do that. Yeah. No, Cars terrible. are sold online these days, like everything else. Yeah. Oh, my God. Happy to have it over with. What's worse, uh, that or dealing with Ray right now? I mean, this, I, I would say the dealer. Yeah. <laughs> Both. Yeah. Did you, your cordy cord wasn't plugged in? It was. I just had to take it out, blow on it like an old Nintendo cassette, and it's good to go. Ah, that's how we get Irene going on Tuesday nights. Uh, hey, Ray, f- thanks for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome, Rich. How are you? No problem. You sound sick. Yeah. It, AIDS? Yeah, it's flaring up again. Mm-hmm. It's just HIV. Did you go the Magic Johnson route and get some more money? That's how you cure it. Uh, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah, one day. One day, baby. Maybe if you should stop buying appliances for your new bathroom, you'd be fine. Appliances hey, for a bathroom? You mm-hmm. cook in there? You got to do what you got to do. I put a microwave in the shower. <laughs> you should put a toaster in the bathtub while you fill it up. Yeah. Wow, Ray's coming, Ray's coming in with violence today. Guy, guy misses one cordy cord and he's all fucking frazzled and pissed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. It's okay. Why don't we start the show? Uh, we can get our angle up that way. We'll do some opening takes on the show.